0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Maurek Morrison, and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. And today I'm here interviewing Mark Leonard, who is a software developer. So Mark, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us what you do?
1: Hi, yeah, I'm Mark Leonard. I'm a software developer in Winnipeg. I work for a company called Unionware. We make software for unions to manage their membership, as well as other things they need to do in their day-to-day. And yeah, I'm just generally a software developer based in Winnipeg. I've worked at a few places, and that's what I love to do.
0: And starting off, can you tell us what your first job was and what kind of things you learned at that job that you still use in your career now?
1: Yeah, my first job was a long time ago now. Like 15 years ago, I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart as a merchandiser, which was just a fancy way of saying a stock boy. I got that job. As soon as I was able to, I wanted some uh, money. Uh, My dad had worked as an executive at Shopping Drug Mart, and he knew uh, the store manager, so I was able to sort of get in there. So it was kind of about knowing people more than applying for the job. So it was a little bit of networking that got me that job, um, which has been sort of helpful to keep in mind uh, going forward. And it was a pretty straightforward job, uh, just sort of stock shelves, did whatever needed to be done. I'd say things that I learned in that job that helped me now was when I first started the job being 15, I was constantly going up to my boss saying, oh, what do you need me to do next? What should I do next? And I had to sort of learn to just sort of be a little bit more of a self-starter and a little less of sort of the lessons I'd learned as a student or as a kid working chores for my mom and just constantly being told, here, do this step, and now do this, do this. Um, and with a real job, you had to kind of be a little more of a self-starter and find things to do and be a little more aware of your responsibilities. And so over time at Shoppers, I developed the ability to sort of figure out what needed to be done and then do it without having to constantly involve my manager. And honestly, I think that skill has been one of the things that's stayed with me for a long time and why I think I've been uh, somewhat successful in my career. Um, a lot of people come out of college and they don't exactly have an idea of what to do and they, they want to be told what to do and, and that's good and you should obviously do what your manager tells you to do, but I found just sort of being a little bit of a self-starter and trying to think of what other people would do in your job and what needs to be done and doing it has been very successful. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that you bring that up because we just actually did a whole podcast on taking initiative and how that can really <laughs> help you at work. So that's great that that's what you highlight. And you touched on this a little bit in terms of people coming to college, but what kind of experience or training did you need to get in order to do your job now?
1: Yeah, that's actually something I, I, I'm really passionate about is software development and learning to be a software developer. Uh, when I, out of school, I went to the University of Manitoba. Everybody sort of said, you got to go right after high school. So I went to the University of Manitoba and I was not ready. And I had a lot of anxiety about it and just anxiety in general. And I was not successful at It's the kind of thing that I do have some regret over. I think I probably could be more successful at now than I could have when I was 17. But that's how it went, and I sort of dropped out of university and felt like that was my only option. What am I going to do? I just wasted my life. I've ruined my career. And then I heard about uh, Red River College, and I loved Red River College, and I took the CAP program. I believe it's called the BIT program, uh, Business Information Technology Now but which is sort of the successor of that program. And it it was a really helpful, it, it provided me a little more structure that I needed than university, uh, which at that point in my life was really helpful. But also it approaches computer science in a different way than university does. Uh, I think of software development as sort of two streams, there's like, uh academic uh, side of it, which tends to be sort of university, and then there's sort of almost a trade aspect to it. Lots of us who are software developers are not necessarily your Mark Zuckerbergs working at Facebook and writing algorithms that are going to change the world. Some of us are just maintaining and writing code that is used by a few hundred people to do their jobs. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything less than that. And I love that. Um, but a lot of people, I think, think that order no, to be a software developer, you have to go to university and become a genius. And I was never a genius. And I I, I like to sort of let people know that the community college route, uh, Red River is a community college, is very good. And you can learn to do the task or you can even be self-taught. And that's really what jobs care about. Uh, Jobs in software development really care that you know how to program. They don't necessarily care where you went to school. It's all about experience. And not just that, but lots of places want a different type of experience. And Red River really gave you the kind of experience that you get uh, doing the average programming
0: child in Winnipeg. Neat. Yeah, I actually was just working with a client the other day I was talking about that program, the Business Information Technology Program, and I had never heard of it before. <laughs> so it's funny you to doing that. Yeah, it's again. a great
1: program. I know a lot of, uh, being in the industry, I know a lot of software developers who have very successful careers having come out of Red River.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. And the nice thing about Red River too is that it's really hands-on. I think a lot of people think of software development as something that you're just at a computer, but it is actually a very hands-on trade as you said it's it's not just like answer emails or anything like that
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm.
0: and what would your advice be to young people who would be interested in following a similar career path to you
1: um yeah it ties in pretty closely to the last answer uh it just comes to uh about learning i'm not saying you shouldn't go to university i think you should learn software development in whatever way feel comfortable whether that's university red river or even self-learning there's a lot of great resources online uh, probably more than any other career to become a software developer and I, I i think you you can find multiple ways to get into the software uh development career and i think the most important thing is to just sort of build up that experience and start now so if you're if it's something you're interested in just find a course online and just spend a couple hours on it a week just sort of start learning on you'll be at such an advantage when your education.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always see coding classes online. I always think that'd be an interesting thing to learn. I haven't taken the plunge yet, but it seems very neat to me and something that's completely foreign to me. I've never tried one,
1: but... Yeah, well, uh, software development is something that people seem to think requires a genius or super hard. And I totally think that that's uh, because of of Silicon Valley and Amazon, Facebook. uh, People have this idea that everyone who's a software developer is writing the next big app or the next Facebook or the next Amazon. But I write software that's seen by small groups of people uh, to keep track of things and to do their job. And it makes their job easier. And it's not necessarily always about being a genius or anything like that. I think software development is fun. And it's not that hard and it's not that math involved, uh, depending on what you're building. And uh, I think it's a great hobby, even if you're not interested in pursuing a career. It's a great challenge and something to sort of play with. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And then what are some of the strengths you've had that have allowed you to
1: succeed in your role now? I'd say one of my main strengths is, uh, that I enjoy with uh, software development is that I, I like to think of myself as a bit of a problem solver. I like to sort of look at uh, all the angles of a problem and try to see how I can uh, solve it or dig deep into it and sort of investigate. And that's not 100% my job or anything like that, but what, when I am trying to solve a tricky problem or figure out why a bit of code isn't working or something like that, I'd say that's a big benefit. And really, people notice when you're able to fix a problem in software development quickly, even though it's not, uh, a lot of my job is not fixing problems, it's just writing code. But it's something that I, I feel like as long as you can find one aspect of software development that you that you really enjoy, that tends to end up being your strength. Problem solving is the aspect I like the most and also tends to be the aspect that i I would consider my strength
0: awesome and then on the flip side of that what are some of the weaknesses you've had to work on in your career
1: oh there are definitely weaknesses uh i don't want to get too into it or else i'll never have a a job going forward but uh one weakness i've noticed is i definitely am not the strongest attention to detail person which is definitely important in software development uh Sort of a personality type. I love to think in big picture and just get our hands dirty and start writing the code. And then when it comes to sort of testing the code and making sure every little aspect of it works a hundred percent, I'm quickly to get bored and wanting to move on to the next cool, amazing, fun project. And so I can be a little bit um, short-sighted and lose focus and always want to move on to the next big, fun, amazing thing. And sometimes you gotta, you gotta really. I'm sure this is true with every career. You wanna uh, finish up what you started and uh, really pay attention to the detail. And so that's something I'm trying to learn. Luckily, in software development, there's a whole sister career path called quality assurance, and the QA analysts are um, always telling me when I screw up, which is important because I do quite a bit. And so I'm, I'm slowly trying to pay a little more attention, slow down, not always be moving on to the next big thing, but it, it's a work in progress. I don't think I'm ever going to get totally better with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's kind of nice though that your your strength is that you're problem solving. So if there ever is any issues, then yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, wrap up a loose own end. Problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, honestly, like I I don't know much about software development, and I'm sure a lot of listeners don't either. So, can you walk us through what kind of tasks you do in your role that
1: most people don't know about? Yeah. So, software development. I think I mentioned before, there's a lot of variety when it comes to software development. So, I can only really speak to the kind of software development that I do which is sort of in-house application development. So I sort of build smaller applications that are used by either in-house or uh, a third party, but they're sort of smaller scale and it's sort of heavily customizable and configured. So I'm not the kind of software developer who's making like Microsoft Word or um, some sort of program that's going to be used in one way by hundreds of people. I tend to configure our software to be uh, sort of for a smaller subset of people. So in doing that, there's a lot of uh, discussing with the client what they want and trying to interpret uh, business rules as well as requirements. Uh, so not less than half of what I'd say I spend my, on my average day is actually writing code. I, there's a lot of meetings with clients to figure out what, they, what it is they want, what their requirements are, and presenting what we've built them and seeing if it meets those requirements and then tweaking it. Meet further requirements. There's a lot of testing and uh, debugging to try to find issues with things that we've already written, as well as there's just a lot of sort of meetings that go along with everything. I'm sure everyone has to deal with tons of meetings, but we have scope meetings, we have meetings where we discuss project management or where we go into new development cycles or ways of doing things so we're always constantly learning so there's a lot of learning involved with the job as well as new products that we have to support and then talking with clients clients uh, needs always change for instance this year a lot of clients needed new tools that can help them to work from home or to not all be working connecting to the database in the office so we had to really sort of scramble to try to make a lot of changes for our clients now luckily most of our clients were pretty well set on that but there was a lot of change and so that's one way in which. My job can change uh, all of the time. Sort of whatever tool we're currently working on tends to be the tool that I'm configuring. So it, there's a lot of variety in software development, and I would I would describe my mode of software development as almost a derogatory word in the software development community, which is sort of a code monkey. Whereas I'm just given the code that I'm supposed to develop, and I code it, and then I grab the next piece of code and I code it, and To me, I think of software development that I do as kind of like a a trade. Uh, I don't see it as that different from being a plumber or some sort of contractor where you're given by the client what they want and you have to interpret how best to get them what they want and then running into any issues you get to along the way, how you're going to fix them without costing the client too much money or causing too many issues and how everything pieces together. So that's how I think of my software development. So it's we work uh, largely in a team. Uh, there's large different people in uh, different roles that we all work together to create a product for the client. So I work on a team of about six people, and we all work on we work together on the same issues and sort of work together. Some of us are more oriented to, towards communicating with the client, but we all do it. So there's a lot of talking and meetings involved. It's not necessarily all sitting in your own uh, sitting in your basement on your own writing code.
0: And you said you can't speak too much to other kinds of software development, Um, but can you just explain a little bit, a broad overview of what other kinds
1: exist? Yeah, for sure. So software development is really just a tool that you can use to create manually. And so uh, I would consider software development being anything from some teenager creating a website for his soccer team or um, any sort of website that you might make money on. I know a guy from school who creates a company who just makes small local websites for small companies in Winnipeg and they pay him to create the website and to maintain it and he does the work. So that's sort of a one-person entrepreneurial type small business. Then there's other people who go to Seattle and go work for Amazon and they'll be often very specialized and have a large degree of education. They're probably working on some small segment of the algorithm that uses to figure out what kind of shoes you want to buy. They would probably be working on something like that for a long period of time. They'd be a lot more specialized uh, because there's, thousands of people who work at Amazon whereas in a company like a local Winnipeg company like I work at we have about 20 to 30 developers and more clients than that so we're all kind of working on similar things but we all have to be a little bit more of a jack-of-all-trades for our company and then elsewhere there's um all sorts of other varieties such as uh, video game developers people who work on os's like microsoft or apple and then there's the mobile space Coming bigger and bigger. So there's lots of people who their entire job is to create mobile applications or even the software that runs on your phone in general. And then there's just everything in between. I'm sure most companies have some sort of software development department and they could be doing anything from creating in-house applications to help their accounting department uh, work faster, or they could be creating a vast piece of software that millions of consumers are going to use, like the Zoom conversation that we're having right now. So uh, there's a lot of variety. It's really more about software development. Well, the only thing it really has in common with itself is that it has something to do with coding, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even I'm looking at my desktop right now that I'm recording on, and I've got Word open. I've got Zoom open. I've got OBS open to record with. I've got yeah. Outlook open. So I'm just it's never quite occurred to me like how much work has gone into the applications I'm using on a day-to-day basis in my job. So thanks yeah. for <laughs> opening my eyes a bit to that. Is there anything else you wanted to share?
1: Yeah, I, I assuming you have a, a largely Winnipeg audience, I would like to talk about just how great software development is doing Winnipeg right now. There's a lot of variety. There are lots of jobs available and lots of hiring going on. And so uh, I, I think there was a period of time where a lot of people thought, oh, if I want to be a software developer, I need to move to Vancouver or Silicon Valley and go work for Amazon. But that's not the case at all. There are tons of available jobs in Winnipeg. And these are great jobs. Uh, like my work has a a lot of perks. We have a lot of uh, flexibility as well as we have like an on-site gym and uh, different perks like that. And I think Winnipeg is a great place to get into software development. You can do it in just a few years. I think in Red River, it only took and a half years of, of school, and then I was straight onto the job uh, with a good career and good hours, and I think if you want a nine-to-five sort of office job that pays well and has a lot of perks and flexibility, I think software development is a great career, uh, and it can get into, you don't need to be a genius, and a lot of people seem to think that software development has tons and tons of math involved, but i like to tell people that the computer does the math for you, so you don't really need to be that involved. It, it, it is a similar skill set. So we'll see that people who tended to enjoy math will tend to enjoy computer programming. But you don't need to be a math whiz or anything like that. It's not nearly as hard as people
0: think. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast today.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, and if you are listening and you are interested in having YES help you out, we offer free services to youth living in Manitoba so we can help you out with updating your resume, with interview skills, or career exploration. So if you're interested in becoming a software developer and you want to talk to someone about it, you can find us at YesMB.ca, and from there you can go to our contact us page to contact one our employment facilitators today. Thanks for joining us on the job pod.